What's up, baby dolls? Thanks for tuning in to the Look What We Found podcast. My name is Daniel, and I'm here with... Louie. And we have a special guest again, Anthony Cardoza. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the What's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in. We have a special guest again. Real quick, guys, I just want to clear the air about all the rumors that are going around around Chris. Uh, Chris, we were supposed to do the show on Saturday. As you guys know, the riots are happening. The pandemic is happening. The curfew, it kind of all happened at the same time. So we just didn't really. Yeah. What the sex change? He had for some reason. That was the first thing I thought of. I was going to make a joke about him having a sex change. Yeah, it's low hanging fruit, dude. Uh, so, yeah, so I just want everyone. Don't worry. Like he's coming back. He's never going to leave the show. He's part of the show, uh, and we, you know we haven't said why he's gone because it's not really our thing to tell. He gets back, he could tell you, or it'll be like fuck off, none of your business. So it's it's we're his not supposed we're not trying to make it a big mystery or anything yeah. like that. His body, his choice. Yeah, and it, you know he can identify with who he wants to identify yeah. with. You know, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I've I've told you guys this, but I stay away from. I try to stay away from processed meats like salami, ham hot dogs those kind of meats right Mm -hmm. and it's not because um they're uh cancerous poisons that's not the reason why i don't eat them i'm just super duper sensitive to to salt so i don't know if i've told you guys that i had this i had this recurring dream i think i i'm sure i told you louis and probably you too anthony that when if i eat pizza like too late i have a dream that i'm under like a waterfall and and I'm like, I have my mouth under a waterfall and I'm just drinking gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of fucking water. Right. Until I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, and then I proceed to go to the bathroom and I drink like fucking 20 gallons of water because I'm just super sensitive to that. So I just, I just try to stay away from those meats because, because it makes me feel like that. Well, there's uh, some okay. Two questions. So my first question is: When you say that it it messes with you, is it mess with you as your ass is going to explode? Are you vomiting? Are you you know just feel lethargic? What what exactly are your symptoms after you have processed salty salty? Right. So it used to just be extreme thirst. Like I'll just be thirsty all (laughs) all day long. Like I'll be drinking like no 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 joke like a gallon of water, Mm -hmm. and then I'm like. I'm all fucking bloated. My hands blow up like balloons, like a pregnant woman. And then I ha- and I pee out all the water, right? So mm. now that I've gotten older, it's gotten worse, right. way worse. Mm-hmm. So now, like Dick, I had the hat. Oh god! Like a couple months ago, That's I hadn't had stuff like that on your dreams. I haven't had that for a while, mm-hmm. and I noticed that after I had it. I start sweating. Now, you guys can see my face. You can see how shiny it is right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm pregnant and I am have a beautiful glow. I'm sweating <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. So after I eat the meat, now I start sweating all under my eyes like this and on my cheeks. Yeah. 
I'm sweating right now. And so like that happened after I had that. And I was like, that was weird. And then uh, we, we were at work uh, and we're scrolling through the like the fucking uh, DoorDash or whatever app we're using. And it started to happen where if I would see those salty foods, like a, 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 a Italian sandwich, the hat, just looking at the pictures, I start to sweat under my eyes as my body prepares to eat that bullshit. Yeah, so, your body knows. Your body knows. That's I haven't like, had uh, it in a couple of months. So today, my I, my, I had took my dad to this doctor's appointment. He hasn't been able to eat for like two days because he had a colonoscopy and you have to drink that stuff, right? So mm-hmm. he's like fucking starving, right, after he gets a procedure. So long story short, we go get an Ital- Italian sandwich, and I had the sandwich at around, I'd say, 2 o'clock, and I'm still sweating under my eyes. I'm still sweating. Is it, isn't it crazy, guys, when you're younger – you could literally live off cup of noodles and beer. <laughs> and then like somewhere in your later 20s, your body starts to be like, nah. And, and you're like, nah, you, you can't do that anymore, old yeah, man. Nah, nah, bro. You had your chance to be a young savage. Yeah. <laughs> it's now like, you need proper fiber nah, and Metamucil. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, all right, you have a choice to make. You want to feel good for five minutes or you want to sweat for, for five fucking hours? Or do you want to drown under the waterfall, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still. I, I swear to God, my breath is it. It smells like shit because I'm so dehydrated. I'm still drinking water. I already had at least two liters of water since I ate that. Louis, do you have any food that if you eat, it gives you a crazy reaction or anything like that? Um, if if I if I dabble in the arts of spiciness, I feel and I I, I feel like I can handle it. But if if I just you know grab the wrong salsa. Or, you know, if the chorizo is a little too spicy, it just goes through me, man. And then after that, no matter what I eat, I just kind of I set the mood for the rest of the fucking weekend. Uh, And it could just be a salad and it'll fucking go right through me because I opened up the floods of hell, dude. It's natural gas. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what it is. And um, I don't know. It takes about like a day or two for that shit to go away. But yeah, if I fuck up with with one meal, I, it kind of it lasts a few meals after that, and it doesn't even have to be the same thing. So yeah, I, I, and it wasn't like that before. So mm-hmm. I think we had our moment in our sun in the sun. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, yeah. we had our time. Yeah. So look at so so I went and I was like, okay, is this just like a psychological reaction now that i'm having to these meats like am i just traumatized that like when i look at a picture my body's like no dude you're gonna start sweating well maybe but it turns out guys that meat sweats (laughs) are a real thing right Mm -hmm. yeah so you guys already know this well i've heard the expression uh okay not me dude i didn't know people could actually perspire profusely from having a fucking ham sandwich (laughs) so it says I have an article here, and it's uh, what are meat sweats and how can I prevent them from happening? So if you guys are having trouble like I am, uh, here's an explanation. It says there are several things going on in your body that are causing protein perspiration. Uh, It's a cascade effect of multiple systems being activated in the body that lead to excessive sweating. I'm sweating right now, you guys. My fucking armpits are, are drenched. Uh, it basically says um, if you eat 
food that requires that much energy to break down, your body starts sweating as it's being overworked to try to break down whatever whatever is in your body. So usually if it's an excess amount of protein like that or like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of bullshit, then some people's body reacts like that. So it's a real thing. Have you guys ever got them? I'm sure I have. So, uh, yeah, for me, it was uh, I went vegan accidentally. What? <laughs> so, uh-huh. how, how does that even happen? Okay, so they opened this vegan restaurant down the street for me. And it's okay. cheap, like dirt cheap because it's kind of in the hood. And I was eating it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's really cheap, probably like two fifty to $5 for a meal. I took Daniel there. Remember Daniel? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So when it first opened, I was going there every day, and they have uh, leftovers, leftover vegan lasagna, leftover vegan loaves, and I would eat those, take them for my lunch. And I was eating vegan for three days straight, and one day I'm training in the gym, and my neck starts sweating. And like my lower back was profusely sweating. I was like, what's happening to me? And I just, I got really weak and I couldn't breathe. And I was sweating from all these weird orifices. (laughs) (laughs) And my vegan friends, like that's meat sweat. Your body's trying to get rid of it. And then she tried to put her curse on me, but I was able to break free, you know? (laughs) So yours is because. I guess it was like your a body detox. was trying to put use detoxing from all the the the, the meat maybe in your that's body. Is that said. what she's saying? That's yeah, what she said. I don't trust her though. You know, it could have been those <laughs> those that toxic salad you were eating, mm-hmm. that poison uh, poison spinach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. I, I think you're the opposite. I think I think you've been eating bad so so many years that when your body starts taking nutrients and and something that's actually good for it, it rejects it because uh, you know. Broccoli yeah. tries to warn us with its awful taste to not eat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I still remember. Anthony would be the type of guy. Anthony was the guy that would oh. always, right before training, <laughs> would have a huge can, one of those big tall cans of a, a Monster or a Red Bull or something like some kind of energy drink loaded with caffeine and sugar. And uh, yeah, you I had that for the podcast the last time we was here. Of course he, had a he did. Right before. Of course he did. Then he, then he grabbed a Nerf gun and started shooting around my house like a fucking yeah. five year old for like thirty minutes. <laughs> well, anyways, I, I remember there was uh, there was uh, our friend Rob around there, and I go, Anthony. I was like, one of these days, dude, I feel like you're gonna fucking die for like drinking so many energy drinks. And then Rob actually goes like, you know what? I think if he stops drinking energy, drink, yeah, so I think that's exactly what happened with the with the meat sweats. It was because he stopped taking meat, like consuming meat, and went vegan. His body didn't know how to react to it. You know what yeah. I mean? And at that point, yeah. I was so strung out on the hat that I couldn't just stop. You got to wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't just go full sandwich to no sandwich. Take cold, cold turkey off that turkey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> detox, baby, detox. <laughs> uh, so look it. We're going to talk a little bit about the looting and the rioting and, and, and the curfew and all that. Now, I know that's why you guys come to the show. They're like, I wonder what these guys <laughs> have to say. <laughs> about a a crisis like this. Yeah. I want to know their standpoint. Mm-hmm. So before we say anything, please don't take us too fucking serious. When Louis says Mexicans are better than all the races, he doesn't mean that <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. When but Anthony says, when Anthony says, get the fuck off my land, we were here first as a Native American. <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, don't take us seriously. When I say anything, 
against women. Don't take me serious either, you know? (laughs) When I say half-breeds, I think there should be no pure-breed races anymore. They should all be half-breed races because we're superior. Don't take me too serious either. (laughs) Yeah. Because we can see multiple sides of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh You're more advanced. Uh, So I think my first question, guys, is if you were to loot a store, which store would you uh, loot? Louis, you want to take this one? Yeah, Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Good answer. Good answer. Because I feel like... Because uh, I want to marry tons of bitches. <laughs> uh, Tiffany's a house. Valuable Tiffany's stuff, house. Right? Not so big. I seen a fucking kid the other day walk out, out of a van store with four boxes of vans, bro. What is that? $150? Fuck out of here. I walked out of Tiffany's with four boxes, and I'm buying myself a Honda Civic. You know what I mean? Mm. And mm, least- that's true. So you're Luxury, going like seats, power windows. You're, you're going like monetary, like strictly like how can I make the most money? Of course. Off that. Okay. Well, that's a good answer. <sighs> I mean, it's hard to not go with that now that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Louie. Yeah. <laughs> For that logical yeah. fucking answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I would loot a bank because they got millions of dollars. <laughs> Give me your candy, Willy Wonka. <laughs> Put him up. <laughs> what about you, Ant? Oh, God. I can't even say. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to play along for the, the sake of this. Let's go with Guitar Center. Oh, oh dang. That's a good one, dude. That's a good one, man. It's just uh, all, all of a sudden, <laughs> you guys come in. I'll have every instrument and some crazy podcast set up. And, you have you know, like 20, 20 cents on the wall. Oh, my God, dude. That's such okay, a better well, okay, answer. Walk us through this. You fucking throw a brick through. uh, You get a brick from one of the cops that's distributing bricks. And you're like, you throw it through the window or the door. You walk in there. What do you go for first? Okay. Do we have time or is this like a a grab and go? We got to be in and out in 30 seconds kind of thing. Let's just say you're the first one. You, You broke the fucking thing. You're the first one. You're like the nobody's around me. I'm all yeah. What yeah. are you going for? You know what I mean? The tambourine. Yeah, uh, I would probably want to get some super crazy rare guitar off the wall. You know, they always have like the, the top 1963. Level. Yeah, the 1960. That, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'd probably grab so, it like that because it's got. So you'd, you'd run in the store and get that ladder they push all around to get stuff off the high shelves. That's see, the first thing you'd go, go for. I would try to go for the most expensive guitar I can grab. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but I could almost play Heart of Gold all the way through. Okay. Wow. But with that guitar, you can do it definitely. All I could definitely through. complete that song. And then I would grab a bunch of just expensive electronics and probably book it. Look, let me tell you guys, this is not something I'm proud of, but when we used to do scams like this, what we would do is we'd go to Home Depot, for example, and there's all these electronic things in the security department. You steal all of those, then you go to a different Home Depot. And you return them and you get store credit from that store credit. You could either sell this stuff or you could put it down onto a credit card. So that's what we would do. We'd get the most expensive, smallest thing that you could rack up. Nice. Right. Yeah. So that's, I, I think. I would so you would, you would take a guitar center and return it to another guitar, guitar center and get store credit and then buy that same guitar that you got the credit for. No, I see. I would keep <laughs> one guitar that would be awesome memorabilia. Like this is the guitar that gene simmons spit on or something <laughs> i'm like yeah that's the one okay and, and then i return the money for electronics and overdose in a hotel room off of the freeway okay well that's good <laughs> you know right. I, I had an answer but it's 
It doesn't it sound good now. now. Spit it out. <laughs> Louis a millionaire. I'm playing with the Les Paul Stanley. And then what's Lou, what's uh, Daniel doing? I want to I want to say that before I give my answer, and you make fun of me too much. I thought of it this morning. Okay. Like I was I was driving Amber to work, and I was like, "What store was you loot?" And and she was like, "I don't know." And then I said, "I would like to loot a big five. That's a good one. <laughs> I, was thinking, I thought you were going to say, for some reason, I thought you were going to say pet store. Like, Daniel has all these salamanders in his shirt. Uh, <laughs> get back. Get back. <laughs> you know, if it was a pet store, I'd be I'd be rescuing the pets like Pee Wee Herman did from the fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you thought pet store for sure? I thought, no, I thought Daniel was about to say pet store. And he's going to oh, steal okay. some rare cockatoos from uh, Nicaragua or something. And <laughs> 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 make a break for the sunset. <laughs> Why the loudest? Though? I don't know. I always, I always love going into those stores for some reason. Sportually, I used to really like to go in, but I, I always wish I could like just go buy everything. I don't know. It's a good apocalypse store because you can get a gun, you get survival gear, but they also have some kind of snacks. You can get a couple of games to play with your friends. Yeah, they, they have, have a lot of. Food. They have a lot, lot of variety. stuff. You got a lot of variety. And I, yeah, and I like almost everything in there, you know? I probably, like, skip, like, the ab machines and stuff like that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but, you grab you two know. 90 pounds of weights. Well, Daniel, you <laughs> drop those and you grab any expensive. You got to blast these buys. <laughs> get yourself a tent, some soccer cleat, you know? Yeah. You ready for and the then I get, I, then I get Then I get bats, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, now all you can go to the store. And, you know, now we have a lot of bats instead of just my one hammer. Uh, so I don't know. I, I thought Big Five for some reason. Nice. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad answer, man. No, no. I yeah. think your guys' answers were solid. Mine was more of a I'm a dreamer. Finally. <laughs> okay. He's, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, I, I guess the only we don't have very much to talk about today. But what do you guys? Uh, we don't want to make too much fun of the the, the looters. We're not trying to. Uh, uh, talk down to the issue. I was just having a little fun with it. So, do you guys have any stories that have happened to you over the past uh, few days or anything like that? Uh, no, I did want to ask you something. Um, but since you live, I, for those yeah. of you listening and and don't really know the details, uh, we record our. This feels like uh, it hits home for for our podcast. I can't even imagine for you, Daniel. You live there in the heart of downtown LA, where all this mm-hmm. shit's going down. And I wanted to ask you, when people are looting the way they are and, you know, destroying shit for almost like with no reason and, and, and kind of, I don't know, I feel like it's distracting for, for the purpose of the, of the march and protest. Do you, do you stop taking it serious? Do you um, stop listening to that type of stuff? Do you know what I mean? Are you not paying? Do you not care anymore when you see shit like that when they're destroying your neighborhood, or how do you feel? I think it's one of those subjects where, um, it's kind of a lot of answers, right? Because uh, first of all, do you guys think that this uh, would have happened? without the uh the coronavirus leading up to that you know everyone being pent up in their house for three months uh not being able to work not really having an outlet not being able to go outside do you think that's this would have happened still or 
is it a perfect storm or would have happened anyway? Well, I would say uh, this is, this is a touchy subject for me because I did talk about this on my podcast. And when I woke up, I had six different messages from what I, some of the stuff I said. So I'm going to tread lightly here. Don't dude. Uh, well, I just, I think, hmm. yeah, I, don't I tread lightly. Yeah. I, I think it was a perfect storm. I think a lot of people were upset about being home. Now they have a, you know, obviously a just reason to be pissed off. I think people are angry. And when people are angry, they act rationally. Most people don't know how to have control over their emotions. And I think this is one of those situations where the true cause, which is a great cause, and you know, we all believe in uh, equality and justice. I think anyone that talks to us does too. And I really feel like this is one of those situations where it's really up to us to take some responsibility for our actions to have some some self-control and to stop and think about what we're doing because most people i had some friends going out there and rioting sorry if i'm going a little bit off topic uh some people went peacefully they did a protest i was very proud of them for that Uh, a lot of respect to them and i had other friends going out there that were getting fucked up and just sort of joining the chaos and my message was pretty simple it was take care of yourself like is your bed made is your shit taken care of because before you could go out and try to change the world you got to take a personal inventory and make sure that your shit is straight. You know, I have a friend who has a okay, she is one of those sort of uh, PC police kind of people. Anything you say, she's outraged, right? You got to do this, you got to do that. And her fucking kid, she's always on the computer screaming. Her kid is cross-eyed now because the kid watches TV too close. So he has the phone always against his face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and while well, she's over here screaming about changing the world, her kids running, fucking running into poles and shit. <laughs> right, right. No, <laughs> I see what you mean. I you see what you mean. It's a good point. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, you have you could take care of your kid and and fix that situation first, and then let's go out, and that will r- set a ripple effect that will in turn, you know, when your friends are close to you, start making stupid jokes, like crack down on that shit, and that'll have a ripple mm. effect. But yeah, here's I, here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If you support the uh the looting and say well this is what has to happen uh and and this is the only way we're going to get heard and uh you know they could say to me well you know of course you're going to be upset you're not the oppressed person Mm -hmm. um then i would say drive your car come come drive your car to my neighborhood drive it down to spring street and light it on fire for the cause light your own car on fire for the cause and you know what Go throw a brick through your mama's house and be like, mama, it's That's for the cause, you yeah. know? So if you're down to burn your own shit and throw it through the window, you know, then I then I can support you a little bit more. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it, it's, you know, I understand the outrage and the frustration. I can get that. I'm fucking Native American. You know, I've been a lot of powwows, been a lot of marches and stuff like that. But I also understand that. You, it's it's feeding the fire to the other side of what you're trying to do, you know. And I think that there's there's better ways to go about it, you know. Voting in small government, taking control of your city, which has a ripple effect that leads outward. You know what I mean? Like, how many of these people? And I don't mean these people. How many of our friends that are out there doing this kind of stuff vote? I know for fact, none of my friends vote. I know that for a fact. They don't know what's going on in their city council, what's going on in their government, and that's what I'm upset about. You know, I'm like, the change starts with you, motherfuckers. Like, you have to fix your shit. You got to take care of your city, and then from there, we can make some change. But it's not going to happen overnight either. And I think, 
it's just it's heartbreaking to me because like Louis was saying, this is my city, and I hate to see it on fire. I hate to see people getting fucking run over in the street. Our our coffee shops getting tagged up. It's fucking horrible, man. And I feel for for both ends, really. You know, it's 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 horrible. It's just really upsetting to me. Sorry. Yeah, but it was very. It was it was definitely like walking around. You know, because I I didn't even know that the protests were getting that bad until you walked out. There was just door. there was just like protests i mean there were sirens to like five in the morning mm-hmm. and you know the m80 is going off and then i'm like okay uh well i'm just gonna walk to get some coffee and i'll i'll see you know i don't know how close it got it sounded really close but yeah the building next door willing uh, is all smashed there's a bunch of businesses on on this block that are smashed open and 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 tagged up and then when i got to spring street it was it was it was real sad, you know. It really struck a chord. I was like, right. "Man, this is fucked up, man." You know, yeah. and the tensions were so high in the street. You know, everyone was on edge, kind of like looking around. This guy was just walking around with a taser, going, tasing the air. And so, um, you know, more than anything, I think it just was. I just felt really sad. And every day that I wake up and go outside and there's glass all over it's just it's it's hard you know it's when it's where it's it's where you live you know and we had uh like louis was saying too he was asking you specifically like how are you feeling because i texted daniel earlier today and i was like are you okay is everything you know safe i know daniel's strapped to the t now but you know i worry yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm like that's and, his and house that's his neighborhood did he, he reply that's a stupid question you know i'm fine <laughs> yeah you know i'm fine yeah i was like this is like the best time to have a gun in the world you know what is really funny though hmm. i can only load because i don't know how to it's really hard for me to get the bullets in the fucking magazine hmm. i can only load up to like 10 so i have two magazines and i have like 10 in each one you know that's better least... though you don't wear out the spring on your your clip too so well it's the only option i have yeah <laughs> you know, that's why i did it <laughs> yeah but i mean i'll be okay you know that's the thing um you know, I, I they they I don't think they're gonna come up to the ninth floor and mess with Big Daddy. <laughs> come come into my uh, my place, you know. But uh, what what about um you, Louis? How's everything over there on your end? Ah, uh, dude, I live in the suburbs. I'm I'm fine. It, I'm, you know, there's no no issues over here at least. I yeah. think everybody from the suburbs goes to where like Daniel lives. Right. Not everybody's from there, uh, and then they go to the heart of L.A., Santa Monica, the big places, and they you know start fucking wreaking havoc. Yeah, if they're if they're looting West Covina, they'd have to go like three oh, miles go. between each store. You know there what I mean? Go. They'd be like, "Let's go to the other side of this town." <laughs> Fun fact, uh, let's call it. <laughs> Fun fact: Daniel Daniel is not a big fan of the West Covina area. <laughs> mm. It's not that I'm not a. It's not that I'm not a fan. I just don't like it out there. <laughs> it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just that I hate it. <laughs> let me let me ask you guys. Maybe like if there was one store. In uh, West Covina, it would be the fucking uh, what's that place with the I don't know, the most famous place in West Covina now. The with most the, famous place in West. Co- you know, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, you do. It's with the pastries <laughs> and the Cuban sandwiches. Oh, Porto's. Yeah, Porto's. Oh my god, we got that last year, bro. You're saying that before 2019, we weren't shit. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm saying to put you on the map. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might have been on the map before but that's what's keeping you there you know what i'm saying <laughs> the, the, be- the best thing we had it was like we were kind of close to raging waters mm. <laughs> well you guys uh, have that little bar area now over yeah, there a little downtown expanding area. yeah yeah 
Anyways, well, it's better than my neighborhood. Obviously, look at this yeah. shithole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, pay no a million glass, fucking no dollars to get out of here. Arena, tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna ask you guys. Do you guys see um the uh, videos of giant piles of bricks that are being left, super organized, just handy for yeah. protesters to pick up and fucking destroy shit? Like, have you guys thought or heard? Have you seen the video of the? The, I believe couple. it's p- police unloading it from the truck. Have you seen that I've one? Seen that one too. Yeah, I've, that's I've seen a, remarkable. I, I saw a video breakdown of this guy. He's an urban gentleman, and he's filming these three white people. They're basically orchestrating the car getting set on fire. And he's like, "Why are they all white?" And he's asking, and then he does a video breakdown after of, of why it looks so crazily suspicious. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's one of those things for me. Uh, I'm kind of like, why don't the people in the crowd say something like, yo, we're here to peacefully protest. Like knock that mm-hmm. shit off. Cause I think, did you guys see John Jones? Yeah. I John Jones. Yeah. He said he grabs some little kid and takes the spray can away from him. He's like, what the hell are you doing? Get out of here. Not like this, not like this. And I was like, that's what's up. Yeah. You man. Know? yeah. He, he's like, we got a reason we're out here and, and I respect the hell out of that. And you know, when people start doing shit like that, like I said, it's up to us to tap your neighbor on the shoulder and be like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know, we yeah, have a goal. I think the, the 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 fear is that those are the people that are violent. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones with the hammers and the skateboards. And you're like, hey, bro. And they're like, bam. You know, right. and they fucking crack your ho- head open. Yeah, and then you're exactly. like, well, shit. Yeah. I should have came see, to the uh, protest. Did you guys see J.R. Smith? And uh, I know I don't know if you guys watch too much basketball. But he, he was a basketball player. He's currently not on a team. But he became super famous a couple of years ago for not putting up a layup when they were down by like a, f- a couple points. Uh, oh, when they were tied, and LeBron made this like, "What the fuck are you doing?" expression, mm-hmm. and it became like a meme. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that, that guy, he, uh, some, they, they, somebody, a protester or a looter or whatever you want to call the uh, some of these fucking people, uh, broke his window, and he he beat the shit out of him. Hmm. He was kicking him, and then the guy managed to get up. Now, mind you, this is a six. Five, six, seven, dude, you know, this isn't right. a small fucking guy here. And he starts beating the shit out of him. And what he said happened was like, look, uh, he said he was uh, in his living room and his friend said, hey, come outside. Look, there's people protesting and this is happening. And he's like, I didn't even know because he had his headphones on. He was playing Call of Duty. So he takes off his headphones and he, he joins the march. And then when he, when he comes back to his house, he sees this guy breaking the shit. And then he's like, that's not what, what this is about. And I, I think the guy wasn't even like african-american to be honest from when i saw the video you know and and i i've seen other athletes uh help power wash the the spray paint off of buildings Mm -hmm. uh and i don't know i have mixed emotions about it but here's the thing dude this cop that i don't know if you guys know this or not but the cop that that put his knee on the guy for over eight minutes on his neck and throat area uh this guy had 12 complaints already he killed a Native American guy. Before oh, he did. Dude, and he got away with it. Yeah. There you go, man. So a big issue is I was talking to my father about this. And and there's. And that's hard to do because there's like not a lot of Native American people. Yeah, you got you know? you well, you you to go through. You, you got to go through a lot of people to <laughs> actually monsters. kill. Yeah. Dude, that's like killing a fucking bald eagle. Like that yeah. shit's not easy. You got to be no hunting way. for that shit, you know? Yeah. Blue-footed still exist. Exactly. <laughs> you got to find one first. <laughs> 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 
Anyways, dude, I don't know, man. I I just can't so believe that this guy to, had a. You're talking to your dad though, Louis, and he said, "Sorry, I wanted to hear what." what no, no. Well, he was saying that, like, you know, a lot of people, just like anybody else, they go, "Well, not everybody's like that, right?" You know, when when people like in my case, you know, Mexican, when when you know people attack Mexicans, like you know, they're lazy or they're whatever. It's like, dude, none of the ones in my family, you know. Mm-hmm. I've but never then, heard that Mexicans are lazy. And then, and when, <laughs> then when you talk about like white kids, like Daniel. How he he didn't become a school shooter, you know. Uh, so we generalize. You're in trouble here. I'm on my way this, though. But he's about to. He got the gun already. If he could just manage to load up more than ten fucking bullets on this clip, it's over. <laughs> it's uh, all Native Americans. It's all Anthony wasn't a drunk. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my point is like when it comes down to police officers, they go like, "Yeah, not everybody is doing this." And you're right. I I know police officers, and and I've been in situations where they've been very nice to me. I've been in situations where they've been pieces of shit to me. Right. Right. Uh, and. But here's the thing: when it comes down to the police officers, they never um, check each other. It, it, it's right. like a gang, really, bro. It is That's exactly what it the is. The difference between like you not, uh, you know, when you're, you're when you're homies with somebody, you're your their best friend. You're obviously gonna have their back. But when you're supposed to uphold the law with our tax money, at that, you know, and when you when you when your job consists of have having a gun. And on top of it, the most important thing, having a badge with that gun, it fucking becomes a little dangerous if nobody else is checking you. And, and you know, these power trips that you have to do what the fuck that you you get told by them. You know, I'm sure all three of us. I know Daniel has a, a, a pretty good story on uh, how he had to, you know, deal with some fucking cops that were treating him bad one time. I know I had my share. Mm. Uh, Anthony. I'm sure you win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Anthony has the most. Yeah, but yeah. he deserved it because he was being an asshole. That's the difference. Yeah. Native American. Anyway, I, I I think the the problem too is like yeah, you have the cops and they're all like you know like you said they're kind of like a big gang. But then you also have like now you have the court system and then that stacked. If once a cop says you did something and you go to court, it, you're done. It's stacked against you. And then you have the people doing the. Uh, the report that's saying that he, you know, he did die from choking and then he, he just goes higher and higher and higher. And I, I think that's the problem is the whole, the whole deck is, is, is stacked against you. If you're, if you're uh black or Mexican or. Yeah. But know. how do you fix it, man? How do you fix it? That's the, I don't know. And my, yeah. My only thing I was saying was that we, it's up to us who do have some type of education to, because schools suck, right? They really do. They don't teach you about money. This is what money is. You know, you, money is the hardest thing to manage in this world. Love is the hardest thing to manage in this world. You got to do this. You got. They don't teach you about actual life in school. It's fucking geometry, and and some of it. Some of it's useful, but for life skills, like especially in the poor neighborhoods, we need to learn life skills. I didn't learn any of that shit in school. I learned it by failing and losing a bunch of money and getting put on my ass and living in the streets and shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things where it's education is is so powerful, but yeah, we're so fucked up, man. There is no clear solution. I think that's why everyone's fucking furious because when we don't have an answer and we don't know what the answer is, it just leads to sort of this, right? Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, I just want to say, like, if you're a a person, you know, I know we were kidding and shit going into Big Five Guitar Center and Tiffany's, but if you're a person, man, that benefited (laughs) in anything out of the George Floyd's death, and you're cool with that. Like, if you, if, if right now you're at home 
and you're listening to this shit, and you have a brand new fucking flat screen TV over this man's death, you're a piece of shit. Show him this episode. Show him this episode. For reals, man. For real. I just have mixed emotions about that shit. You know, no, like I think I, Go ahead, my bad. Sorry, no, I was going to say, yeah, I think everybody does, and I think we're all super upset, and that's why it's just one of those things where it's, it fucking sucks to see so many people in pain and upset and the world being on fucking fire. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, man, I thought the, you know, I thought the King riots, the riding King riots or something, but uh, that, that was like, well, I think it that that's really interesting, too, because that was kind of like, they were just the the King riots started in the ghetto and they just kind of moved, you know, it moved out from a center point. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the police response obviously wasn't as wasn't as good because it was they were, you know, was just burning in the ghetto. They're like, fuck it, let it burn. Let it would, burn, right? kind of. Yeah. And they're not like, well, we're not going to go in there. But then it kind of spread out and, and eventually was contained. But this is so different with the Internet. All these protests around the city, around the country, and, and around the world. It's really something to see, you know? Well, the footage itself. You talk about 1990, what is it, 92, 93, when the, when the, yeah, the riot? 92, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, if you didn't have a helicopter with a camera, we didn't see that shit. Now, everybody has a camera. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Could have been just as bad or worse, or maybe not as bad, but who knows? But now, every protester, for the most part, you know, has a camera, so we're we're able to see both all sides, the sides of, of the story. Yeah, all different sides. It's exactly. Crazy. You could make a documentary about this shit with just a compilation of the videos that people have, and it, it would be three hours easy, and you would still have to edit it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, as uh, as everything unfolds. Obviously, we're going to see all these different parts of the protest that weren't like supposed to be a part of the protest, like the fucking bricks, like the white supremacists that lit that fucking building, government building on fire uh, and weird shit like that. You know, there's a lot of weird things that are going on uh, in the riots that are in the protest that they're finding out. And uh Obviously, well, actually, I don't even want to say that, but yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. Say it. Well, say I was, was going to say, I'm not really a, a fan of black people. I knew oh, it, wow. dude. You should have started <laughs> off with that. You should invite it off. to our podcast now. Fucking so much. He finally said it. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not really too far to the left. Uh, definitely not too far to the right. Whatever the case is, I'm always questioning people about their politics in a peaceful way i'm just curious i generally don't know i think i'm like an average guy out there where i'm not too educated on on the subject but i will say our president to not halt this kind of shit and it almost seems like he's just going along with it i don't i don't appreciate that and i think that's really fucked up and as a leader you gotta be like hey people are fucking upset let's try to do this rather than the shit he's been posting on his fucking twitter why am i talking about my president's twitter account <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking child, yeah, dude. he's all over that shit. Yeah, I think, just- and, and I think to your point, Anthony, you know, not being to the right and not being to the left, I think what's what's like it, you can. It's okay to see both sides, right? Right. It's okay for me to say, "Hey, that's fucked up." 
that they threw a, a, a brick through my business and burned it down. That's fucked up. I can see that. I can also see, hey, that's fucked up. They've been killing black people. The police have been killing black people right. for years and years and years. And that's fucked up. And I can see how they'd be angry. It's okay to see both sides right. and support both sides at the same fucking time. And that's and I feel like it's really hard for people to do that. And that's what's exactly. We're so tribal that it's we have to pick a side. But there is no real side. We just know that someone fucking died and that's not okay. And what people are doing and the reaction to these things is the reaction. It's just something that we can't control. And, you know, these people are agreeing with this and they're trying to side with that. And that's not necessarily right, but this is wrong. And it's just such a fucking clusterfuck. And it's so exhausting. And I just, it literally, like Louis said, it fucking hurts my heart to see what's going on. You know? Yeah. I think I said that though. Oh, sorry, yeah. Daniel. Yeah, sure. You're a lot more sensitive than da- Louis is. I forget. Louis, <laughs> <Thank> I'll <you. laughs> burn, motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, that was way too serious. I apologize. I was definitely um, going hard in the paint right there. It's just very emotional for me to talk about. It is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's hard to see that. So let's let's yeah. talk about boners. How's your guys' boners been lately? Mine was good this weekend. How about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I had one pretty solid one, and one was like not as good as I was hoping. I, took, I hate when that happens. I took a, a blue chew. You know, have you guys ever heard of blue chew? No, but well, yes, I have, but I haven't taken one yet. And blue I chew. Yet. It's it's pretty much like big league chew, but for boners. But for boners. <laughs> yeah. I was in the dugout. <laughs> yeah, someone slapped me in the butt too hard, and <laughs> no, but I took one. And my penis was so hard that my brain felt like it was going to explode. I was like, ah, I can't do it anymore. I don't know so if was, I this like a, a, uh, was this like an over, over-the-counter? Yeah. And since like, I, pill? yeah, since my, my brain chemistry is all fucked up from doing years of, of drugs and drinking, uh-huh. my body chemistry is not the same. So my doctor's like, well, maybe I don't think that's going to help it. Yeah. I was just going to say, you're going to do more drugs? <laughs> Yes, Louis. That's how my brain like, works. So like, now, in order to fix my body, I drink Monster and take a boner pill. I'm, like, I'm hungover from beer, so I'm going to smoke Homeostasis. Yes. Homeostasis. That's the cycle. I'm yeah. just trying to throw a wrench in the gear, guys. Let's mix it up a little bit. <laughs> and I'm only, I'm only assuming that you probably failed biology in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to check all the boxes <laughs> All right, so go ahead. So you got the boner pill. So what was that like at the counter? I always like imagine that kind of stuff. No, it's now with Bluetooth, you can do it right over the phone, and mm-hmm. no questions Wait, asked. Wait, what? Delivered right phone? to your door. Yeah, you can get prescription Viagra or I forget what the other one's called, but you go online, you fill out a survey, and then they send them to you in the mail. And you can get you could do different shipments. It's I started with the six pill trial for a month. Six pills for a month. You like it? No, it's dangerous. It's like uh, Daniel said, like when you get the actual loaded gun in your hand, it's terrifying, right? <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you think that you want that. Yeah. It's It's too much power for one man to wield. Yeah, but then you got to yeah. go buy toilet paper and here you go. You have a fucking problem. What am yep. I going to yeah. do with this thing? You got to go to Target. Anthony yeah. says, yeah, I, I killed Nikki. It was like, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is this what you want? <laughs> oh, man. Having said that, do you have any spare ones? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. All right, cool. Yeah. Save those. I'll hook you guys up, and then we'll do a podcast where we all have painful erections, and we'll... <laughs> during. We'll during, take it during. We'll take during. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, I'm so scared to take those, dude. I was. Yeah, I, I, I always hear about people having to get their penis drained and the 
the painful, you know. But some people, like I know Joe Rogan was saying that he takes Viagra before he does jujitsu because it's a, what? yeah, it's um, what's it, nitric oxide, pretty much, which increases the blood flow. But as long as you're not doing anything sexual, you'll just get that pump. <laughs> so it makes people people will take it before bodybuilding and stuff like that. I guess. Wow. Joe Rogan takes it. He'll take any drug though. That's true. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. I'll fucking shroom right before, just, you know, and that's how he is, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The smart guy that does drugs, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it was just interesting, and I, I was going to ask you guys. You guys have never taken a, a gas station boner pill? No, the I have, the, I have not. The only one from the from the podcast that is uh, Professor Chris, as you well yeah. know, he's the professor of all things sex. I, I heard about that. All mm-hmm. things sexual. Mm-hmm. He'll try anything, My- bro. Anything uh, that you can think of, he'll try. Yeah. yeah. My friend took one and he <laughs> said uh that he he like it lasted a couple days. Like, oh, like hey, if, and that, if boners last for more not, than four hours, call some more ladies. <laughs> but it wasn't like a constant two day boner or anything. It was like it would like get hard really easily. And then and then like I think he said he peed weird. But oh. it's a kind of a crapshoot with those things over the counter, you know. They're not like regulated or anything like that. Yeah. But if I if I were gonna get one, I would get the one where it's a picture of a rhino on the front. Rhino X. Like, rhino X. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 that's the one I would. And go you just for. crush it up and snort that shit, and you're ready to go. <laughs> wow, this got serious. <laughs> Do you think that we should invent? Uh, we could invent pills for ladies, like. You know Niagara Falls or like stuff like that to make them to make them like wetter. You know the slip and slide. Because some women have a problem getting wet at certain ages or at certain times during their cycle. So mm-hmm. I've heard. So I'm just saying there's a wide open market for this kind of stuff, and we're missing out. Yeah, the the average, Moha- the average Mojave vagina, it's a real struggle. So I think we should. I think it's our responsibility at this point. Yeah, <laughs> all those cactuses inside. If, if we gain nothing from these riots, is that you know what I mean? Yeah, Let Niagara no, Falls. No vagina should be left dry anymore Chris, in this country. Chris is running or out of a, also, Chris is running out of a sex shop. shop. <laughs> He's got a bunch of dildos and cock rings and fucking pills. He's all <laughs> Chris, no. <laughs> Daniel lost a train of thought. I could tell. Yeah, because I thought you said Louis was. Louis was gonna no Chris. I'm just assuming Chris. that that would be his uh, store that he loots would be the yeah the old because I was 100%. saying if we did loot it we could just sell it to Chris he'd buy that shit <laughs> yeah that would be to my veins would be where Chris would loot 100 percent we we don't even have to have him on the podcast to confirm where, what store he would loot he would definitely go to a sex shop <laughs> yeah. like all, that, you know? all this all the sex dolls would look like one of those South Korean soccer games they're just lined up in his room. <laughs> Yeah, dress them up like uh, he would get a multiple dolls and then dress them up like the the band twice, uh, the K-pop. Oh yeah, movie. yeah, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. See, and I then he'd have it like two weeks ago. He'd have it like uh, Bueller's Day Off when mm-hmm. he goes into his room and they all cheer for him, like he set up some audio recordings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, Anthony's got the baby doll this week. What do you got, oh, Anthony? Let me know okay. when you're ready for the drum roll. So how does it work? Do I uh, walk me through this this process? Sure, you we'll say... edit this shit out. Or, or you're getting behind the scenes, people. You should really enjoy this shit. All right. Yeah. Uh, what you're gonna do is just give me the cue, and whenever you're ready to announce the name, 
then you explain why this person is the baby doll. And then you'll give me a cue when you want me to give him the baby doll congrats music with the foghorn at the end of it. So whenever you're ready. And like, like, you know, kind of like the way I like to do it. I like to say like the baby doll is. is. And then Louie goes. And then you bam, smack it on. Okay, I'm ready. You know, it's your your, your bit. You do what you want to do. And and I'm just going to sit back. This This is your journey. But you know what? But listen to us also. I've been yeah. preparing for this my whole life. <laughs> also, this is usually the way we do it. Don't okay. fuck it up. So the baby doll of the week is... <laughs> Boom! Preston Durst... Uh, Presley Durston. Fuck it up! Yikes. It up. Yikes. <laughs> All that this was right. your moment, Todd. I know. I know. But uh, Presley is my... Good friend, she's seven years old, and she was recently diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, man, she's Shit, I feel uh, like an asshole. Sorry, she's you. fighting the good fight. Uh, the doctors say that she's got a great chance. She's going to pull through stronger. So we're all rooting for her. I'm doing a a little bit of a fun charity fundraiser for her. We're doing some movies. Uh, someone I know is making a song for her. So anything you guys can do to contribute, just hit me up, and we'll get it out there. But she told her mom, you know, don't worry about it. I got this mom. She's showing a lot of strength. So I just want to give a shout out to Presley, and that's why she's the baby doll of the week. All right, Very this nice. is for you. Uh, real quick, Anthony, you mentioned, obviously, that you're going to start a fundraiser. How can our listeners reach you? Where to uh, message you or anything like that for donations? So, um, at the Slender Tree uh, at Instagram or the Thick and Thin Podcast at Instagram. You could just send me if you guys want to do um, a comedy sketch, uh, maybe a podcast thing, or you guys want to write a, her a song. Just wish her luck. Anything like that. You know, keep fighting the good fight. We're just trying to keep her spirits high. Uh, just hit me up, please. It'd be great. And I know her mom is uh, super appreciative for everyone trying to chip in. I'm going to turn the video in in about a week. So hopefully. And one of those, and and stories like that um, always remind me that I don't have any real problems. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I'm always like, oh no, they smashed a window on my street in downtown. Big fucking deal. Get over it. You know, like this girl's going through more in her, uh, you know, childhood than I have gone through in my whole entire life. So and she's showing you know. strength from, I don't know where she's getting it from, but she said, mom, just shave the head. I'm tired of my hair coming out. Like I'm ready for this. And her mom obviously broke her heart to hear, you know, a little girl say shave my head, but she's showing mm-hmm. a lot of strength and really keeping an upbeat personality. And she's getting took my dad 60 years to do that. Right. So, <laughs> so we should, uh, you know, and it's something positive that we can't help. We can, we can help cheer this girl up. We can help this situation. So let's do it guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, before you guys, would you guys go down and and um, and and march? Would you guys be a part of that? Not anymore. I I I felt really discouraged with what I've been seeing lately. Yeah, I saw a peaceful uh, protest where they lit some candles and they said some prayers, and I, I'm more than anything. I'm super down for that, but it doesn't look like that's the way things are going. So, yeah, I we we're out. 
uh, yesterday. I was trying to get some groceries before the curfew came in. And like, it was one of those things where like the curfew's at eight, the curfew's at seven. You know, you keep getting the alerts, yeah. the curfew's at six. Yeah. You're out past curfew. You're arrested. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. All of a sudden, I'm, out, I'm outside and I'm not supposed to be. So, like, yeah. it was literally like the hurricane was coming. And mm-hmm. I'm running up to the stores and they're like shutting the windows in my face. So I couldn't get any groceries. And I was like, well, maybe let's go. Um, maybe we can walk with the protesters like 20 minutes before. But there, the tensions were just so high. Uh, and I was just like, are they just going to fucking murder me out here? You know, I got a little scared. Right. But I was thinking maybe I could just be the cleanup crew in the morning. And that could be like my. I thought about part, that. Part in the, you know, that could I be like my contribution. So. Yeah, let me know if you do that, man. I, I sincerely thought about like going to help some small businesses and, and pick up their the the damages that were done because I really feel for those people, man. Keep in mind, we're, we're in a what? How many months in are we right. in the pandemic? Some of these people were already hanging on to dear life to to save their business, and then and it was they, the weekend. It was the weekend they're supposed to open, right? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Monday yeah, was the, the first time the restaurants were open and the hairstyling places and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our heart goes out to all you guys. Yeah. All right, and, guys. Uh, go ahead, Lou. Uh, that's all the time we have. Thanks for joining us. I know that this this week was a little bit of a downer, but fuck, I mean, that's just the way it goes, man. That's that's the, the way uh, things are right now. And uh, hopefully next weekend we're able to be a little funnier. Um, if you didn't like it, I don't know what to tell you. If you know anybody that breaks into a sex shop during the looting, you know what? Give us a call. That's Chris. We're missing him. And also, show him this episode. Show him this episode. Nice timing. If you guys know anybody that looks at a pastrami sandwich and starts sweating under his eyes, <laughs> show, show him this, him this episode. episode. I want to say that I know Louis would be 100% on board with this uh, when I brought up this this thing I'm trying to do. And Daniel, without hesitation, hopped in onto it. So I just want to say to the listeners that follow this podcast, that you're listening to two great guys that have always done the right thing in my book um you know they've they're great people in and out of the podcast so i just want to thank you for guys for letting me be on and helping me with this project i'm doing uh but also if you guys know someone that took a boner pill and it had a deadly reaction show them this episode, show this episode. <laughs> all right very good all right thank you guys the whole world's addicted to the drama Only attracted to things that'll bring the trauma Overseas, yeah, we trying to stop terrorism But we still got terrorists here living In the USA, the big CIA The Bloods and the Crips and the KKK But if you only have love for your own race Then you only leave space to discriminate And to discriminate only generates hate And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate Yeah, madness is what you demonstrate And that's exactly how anger works and operates Man, you gotta have love just to set it straight Take control of your mind and meditate Let your soul gravitate to the love, y'all, y'all People killing, people dying Children hurt and you hear them crying When you practice what you preach And what you turn the other cheek Father, 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 help us And some guidance from above These people got me, got me Same, always new change, new days are strange, is the world insane? 
If love and peace are so strong, why are the pieces of love that don't belong? Nations dropping bombs, chemical gases filling lungs of little ones with ongoing suffering as the youth are young. So ask yourself, is the loving really gone? So I could ask myself, really, what is going wrong in this world that we living in? People keep on giving in, making wrong decisions, only visions of them dividends, not respecting each other, denying thy brother. A war's going on, but the reason's undercover. The truth is kept secret, it's swept under the rug. If you never know truth, then you never know love. Where's the love, y'all? Come on. Where's the truth, y'all? Come on. Where's the love, y'all? As I'm getting older, your people gets older. Most of us only care about money making. Selfishness got us following the wrong direction. Wrong information always shown by the media. Negative images is the main criteria. Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria. Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinema. Yeah. Whatever happened to the values of humanity Whatever happened to the fairness and equality Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity Lack of understanding leading us away from unity That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under Gotta keep my faith alive till love is found Now ask yourself Yeah, we only got one world, one world. That's all we got. One. 